Hello and welcome to a very festive square raindrop. I'm Joe Wheeler. And I'm Steph Golter. And these are my antlers. Looks like it's going to rain, dear. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Scotland it is. <laughs> oh, a lot, yeah. Scotland's, um, yeah, seeing a lot of rain. Big problem. The rest of us, fairly benign, that's to say. It is. Now, do you know something? One of the worst forecasts that we do is cloud because we've got high pressure basically governing southern parts of the country, but cloud kind of building from the west. And I'm out here on the east coast, and honestly, it looks like a summer's day. If we have the temperatures to go with it, it'll be, we would be sunbathing. Yeah, so so much for large amounts of cloud. Haven't really got any. Well, they've all come here, Joe. In Winchester, oh. we've got it all. Ah, well, I'll just wait. They'll probably turn up here sooner or later. But the temperatures over the weekend, quite spectacular. Yeah, really mild, like 11 or 12, some places, you know, good 9 or 10 degrees above where they should be at this time of year. So if we all sing together, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Uh, well, I won't I sing with you because um, it will make your ears bleed, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that dream of a white Christmas, if it was this weekend, would be a long way off. But... This is this is bare basic, isn't it, Steph? Because you do not like those long-term forecasts. You, I love a good look into the crystal ball and go. Do you know what? This is kind of what's happening. And so I, of course, have been watching this day by day. And the one thing I can say is that um, there's a lot of high pressure around, which is always more reliable. I mean, high pressure is the friend you know that you'd call in a crisis. High pressure is the, the friend you call if your car broke down because you know they'll come and help. You know, they're always there for you. Whereas low pressure friends, mm, flaky as. So there's a lot of high pressure around and therefore slightly more confidence in what's likely to happen than not. First of all, how are we going to get away from this uh, mild weather? How are we going to get rid of that? Well, what we need is the winds to change. Mary Poppins on the phone, uh, which they do actually. They do, because as this high pressure sets into the west, um, we see rain coming south on Monday. Uh, by the way, prepare for a very wet day on Tuesday. Uh, there's a lot of rain in the south. Um, but then we get into this northwesterly flow, which first of all returns temperatures close to what we'd expect at this time of year. And then as we go towards the Christmas period, might get a little bit colder still. Who knows? Well, yeah. we see, should. my issue with these long range forecasts is you're basically looking at it could do this, it could do this, but then I could be wrong because there's so much that we don't know about the weather that could just tip the balance either way. So people go, oh, it's going to be cold. And you go, well, it looks like it might be. And then when it actually comes to it, it's mild. Got that wrong, didn't you? Well, yes, I did. But no, I didn't. If so, you'd asked me the day me, before, I'd have got it absolutely right. The fact that you asked me 10 days ago. And, okay, yes, yeah, so we are into the rundown to Christmas now. So we are watching. And this is this is literally just watching what's happening at the moment. It is all subject to change. But you know something? Even if it changes, well, again, yeah, it could be wrong. If high pressure went and sat on top of us, well, we'd have a very quiet Christmas. But at the moment, it does look fairly stormy. We've got some areas of low pressure approaching which have got some real deep centers to them so i think from a travel point of view just as a think about this it could be very windy at times yes yeah, so we've got the really heavy rain over scotland which in western scotland is an issue there but there's low population density 
in the west coast of Scotland, if that was transferred elsewhere, that we were seeing that persistent and heavy and relentless rain, it would cause more problems. So, yeah, it's just a case of where we get hit really over the next week or so. Yeah, we shall have to see. Of course, many people are ready for Christmas. I've got a tree up. I thought I'd sit next to it because I was very proud. Uh, my idea of decorating the tree actually is a load of power tools um, because I've got this very silly base and, and the trunk is always too big for the base. So I have to spend hours with a jigsaw drill <laughs> and, no. and a chisel and a file trying to get it in. And by that time, I'm just not interested in the decorating of it at all. As my daughter said, the sensible thing to do, Mum, she said, is get a different pot. That's there, a good idea. She's, yeah, she's got a point there, to be fair. My big concern about Christmas this year is um, my little boy, who's, who's beautiful. He's eight. And at school, they teach him random things. He's been playing the ukulele. And now he's been sewing. So he's very, very proud of the purse that he's made. He's made it. You know, I, I, think, I think that is really important that both boys and girls should learn to sew Absolutely. in school. I think that's fantastic. So he's made a purse. Yeah, and he's he's been telling me about its progress. He picked a turquoisey colour, which he knows is my favourite. He's then done blanket stitch all the way around the outside. He's super proud of it. And he said, Mummy, next, I'm going to make you a hat for Christmas. And that's... Wow, that's a bit ambitious. Well, it, it's quite ambitious. He said, the first thing we need to do is, like, to cut bits out so that so that we can do it with paper. And then we go on to, to the felt. It's got to be felt, Mum. What colour hat would you like? And I'm thinking, a felt hat? Um, then he comes home with his purse. Okay. This is the purse. Now, it is a beautiful purse, but I'm not sure I want to wear a hat <laughs> of similar quality on my head outside the house. And I can't offend him. Like, he's so cute. He just wants, Mummy, I'm going to make my first thing and it's going to be for you and it's for Christmas. <laughs> It's glorious. Good luck with that hat. <laughs> You'd better prepare that smile on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So if you're in Winchester and over the next month or so, you see someone wearing a very strange hat, it's me. Come and say hello. <laughs> well, do you know something? My, my Christmas story so far, I mean, quite apart from the fact I have not bought one songle, songle single. <laughs> one songle single. Not that you're panicking. One... Songle! <laughs> One single solitary Christmas present, right? I, I've now got a bad record with turkeys. I mean, I had the Christmas that I was too turkey, Joe, because I ordered a turkey, forgetting I'd already ordered a turkey the year before. Oh. I mean, there's a year in between, for goodness sake. So I had these two enormous turkeys, and I mean huge turkeys, uh, to feed a family of seven in the COVID years. So there were only actually three of us anyway, and then I had two of them. And this year, you see, I thought I'd get away scot-free. You know, other people's or turkey plans. free. Yeah, I thought that I didn't have to cook Christmas dinner at all. And then my daughter said, "Oh yeah," she said, "I'm I'm coming back for Christmas." And um, at this point, I was fairly confident that having made the mess up with the turkeys last year, that I would have ordered one, which I hadn't. When I called the man, there was no turkey, and so I had to go ring around. And I called my butcher. He knows me well, and he goes. Why doesn't it surprise me, Joe? Why doesn't it surprise me that you're the only person in Lincolnshire that hasn't ordered a turkey yet? He said, I've got one last one. So I've got the last turkey in the shop. It is. Yeah, how good is that? <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I have no exciting food, food turkey stories, really, other than the fact that when we lived in Doha, a friend always used to give us turkeys. 
And therefore we had no say over what size these turkeys were. And they were <laughs> enormous. One year we actually had to take, you know, the, the grills that go in. We had to unscrew the thing that you put the grills in because we couldn't get the turkey in. And uh, as for the vegetables, they had to go up the road. We had to give them to a neighbour to cook. Do you know what happens if you can't fit the turkey in the oven? No. What? You actually break its spine so that it uh, becomes more compact. There you go. You see, not just weather, but a bit of culinary know-how as well. Yes. Whereas I just attacked my oven with a screwdriver. It was never the same again. <laughs> Why is it whether people go for the power drills on you know, the garage? <laughs> the toolkit when something goes wrong rather than just think for it think for a little minute you know but anyway so we're, we're in this one up to Christmas and uh, it is going to be exciting because it always is exciting um so we're going to do a bit of a daily update That's, oh uh, yes avoids the long that avoids the long distance forecast that you so dislike um yes and we'll put more and more certainty on every day i think that's the really great thing about it so at the moment it is crystal ball we don't really know but as the days progress we'll be able to say more firmly what it's looking like so that will be really interesting see how that changes what is also interesting is the fact that bets on a white christmas have actually changed the definition of a white christmas haven't they yeah so originally it used to be a flake of snow had to fall on london weather center but then as betting really took off, um, people didn't just want to bet on London, weirdly enough. So it, it branched out. And now there's, you know, loads of places you can bet on for a white Christmas. And all you have to do is have snow in that one place. And it is a white Christmas. Yeah. Um, the last year that we had snow was 2022, apparently. Oh, really? Well, I remember the Christmases of 2010, 2011. Uh, deep, deep snow in Lincolnshire on both occasions. Yeah, it was really quite spectacular. And that doesn't even include the beast from the east. So, so we can't really have a bet on there will be a white Christmas somewhere, partly because we've got a little bit of knowledge and partly because it is likely to happen somewhere. It's in the middle of December, for goodness sake. So um, yes, a day-by-day -day update on uh, whether or not we'll have a white Christmas. Uh, but with that, we'll say ta for now. And uh, Feliz Navidad. I'm going to say that because that song will now be in your head for the rest of the day. Feliz Navidad, do, 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 Feliz Navidad. <laughs>